0: Hey, you guys! Welcome to the Main and Magic podcast, your stop for all things Disney. I'm your host, Don Brown, and this is Episode 22. Whether you're adventuring in the parks or at home via Disney entertainment, I'm here to bring you the guests and info that'll pixie dust your experience, and we're picking up lots of new friends along the way. You can catch the links to our audio recordings via our website at mainandmagic.com and subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Just search for the Main and Magic podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at mainandmagic and after the show, we invite you to join our community on Facebook to share your thoughts about each topic and to connect with other Disney fans. In this episode, Katie and I sit down to discuss our top five Walt Disney World hotels to stay at with kids age nine and under. We list out our choices and dive into all the reasons they made our top picks, from amenities to theming and everything in between. Throughout our discussion, we also mentioned details to consider about choosing a particular resort like the time of year you'll be visiting, transportation considerations, stimulation levels and more. So join us on the red car trolley as we take a ride to the crossroads of Maine and Magic. Welcome aboard everyone. Today, we are going to be talking about the best Walt Disney World resorts to stay at with kids. With about two dozen Disney branded options to choose from, it can kind of feel a little overwhelming if you're planning your first visit or your first visit with kids or if it's just been a while. So, of course, I have joining me our preferred travel advisor, Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: Uh, I'm really excited about this topic, actually. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, More so than I thought I would be. Um, <laughs> I, okay, so I quick caveat sort of disclaimer that I want to mention before we like dive into our list. So the resorts that we pick may or may not be right for your kid. Uh, I made my top picks taking into account a variety of factors, which I'll expand on as we get into our discussion. But I just want our listeners to know that any hotel on property could be the perfect hotel for you and your kid. And if you hear some things about a certain resort that stand out to you, but you want to hear about other options with those kinds of amenities, you're welcome, of course, to always reach out to Katie or myself for other recommendations. Mm So, okay, so we've each chosen five favorites. For kids and I'm anticipating some overlap so we'll okay. end up with a list somewhere between like five and ten top picks yeah uh, we did not discuss our choices beforehand but we sort of have a back end friendly wager <laughs> that <laughs> I, we could I, guess that the other what the other one was going to pick.
1: <laughs> uh, if I have to guess, I think at the end of this we're gonna have uh, seven different hotels is my guess.
0: Okay, all right. I think we're gonna overlap on at least two, so yeah, seven or eight. Um okay. So with that, I'm gonna actually have you go first. Uh, And actually, before we before we dive into your first one, did you have any specific parameters that you took into account when you were choosing your list, or did you kind of, you know, that that every resort had, or that you know every resort didn't have in some cases, uh, or did you just kind of choose based on a variety of things
1: um kind of a little bit of both so yes I, I looked at um this the amenities that some of the hotels have and then the biggest part that i put towards my list which four out of five of mine um were based on ex- personal experience at the hotels um and actually being there with a the child and seeing how what there's to do in, in that sense. So the majority of mine are based on my personal experiences there and things that I've seen and why I think that those are going to be good for kids under the age of nine.
0: Okay. Oh yeah. I don't remember if I mentioned it, but we're looking at this as as kids aged nine and younger. Uh, we'll do additional episodes for like tweens, like the, the 10 to 13 age group, and then like the 14 and older, uh, mm-hmm. because I feel like as you, you know, as your kids move along in age, they become interested in different things and different things are important to them. And there's different things that will make your family comfortable and all of those things. So, but, so this is for, you know, we're really looking at the kids age nine and younger. Uh, okay, so why don't you jump in and like talk about your first one? Okay, right, so
1: the first one is definitely based on a uh, past day, and it's Animal Kingdom Lodge. So I'm diving right into one of those top hotels. Obviously, this
0: was literally my first pick as well. <laughs> How funny! <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> I, I totally did not think you were going here first but uh, I, okay cool so I, I'll just expand once you kind of say yeah. your say your your piece <laughs> I now uh, what I will say about this
1: hotel is when I stayed here we had a 13 month old Thirteen? 13? uh I lied I'm sorry 18 month old so um it was an awesome experience we had a savannah view which is one of the biggest things for kids is being able to wake up in the morning or at night and you can see the giraffe out on the savannah and the zebras and the kudu and all you know just all the different animals that are out there so that's obviously the biggest attraction that this hotel has um and being a year and a half old james loved that and i mean being in my 30s i loved that but what i will say when it comes to kids staying here is if you have a child that's maybe between five to nine I think that they're going to get more out of it because the different activities that they do around the hotel no every hotel does different activities but the things that we saw that they were doing is it was fun stuff for the kids but it was all learning experiences and you know, they were teaching the kids how flamingos dip their beaks in the water and how they eat. And the kids actually were getting to do it with um, jewels at the bottom of this little like dollar store plastic pool and a comb and like explaining to the kids how to do it. So we kind of didn't get to take advantage of some of the things that they had there. But if we were to go back now, being that James is almost six, um, I think he would get he would, he would love staying at this hotel now. The pool they every hotel has multiple pools. The uh, main pool that they have here is a zero entry pool, which is really nice if you have younger kids. That there's no steps that you have to worry about going in or jumping in off the side, so you can just enter right in off the side. Anyone who doesn't know exactly what a zero entry pool is, imagine the ocean just pool size. So. It's like walking from the sand right into the water. So that's a zero entry. But honestly, like the the different learning activities that the hotel has, that's probably one of my biggest things because I, I thought it was amazing. I was not expecting that, that they had there. So that was one of my main reasons for it.
0: I definitely wrote this on my list first. Uh I mean, I'm going through, I'm going to go through my list. I'm not really placing one above the other as far as like, this is, you know, fifth place, fourth place, third, yeah. third place. Um, but animal kingdom lodge really sticks out to me because of the immersion of it. You're not going to get an experience like this outside of going to the actual continent of Africa. <laughs> And it it almost feels like a two for one vacation, especially yeah. if you take the time to enjoy the resort. you know this is this is not a we're doing rope drop to fireworks every night kind of resort no, uh, is this not- is a this is a uh you know, maybe you come back early from the park at like, you know, in the evening and you sit outside with the um education presenter, then the naturalists that are outside there in the viewing areas and you ask them questions and you see what the animals are doing as they're bedding down for the night and, you know, enjoy a campfire. Just they're so much to see and explore here that I think and every kid to my knowledge goes through the animal obsession phase (laughs) there's I I don't know a kid that didn't have some kind of animal obsession so this is something really special I mean this is going to be like That experience that they remember forever. Mm -hmm. So especially like you said, if you've got that like five to nine year old they're this is going to be like mind blowing to them. Oh yeah. So it is so great. The rooms too are nice sized. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you have, more than one kid or if you are some you know if you're a family that likes to spread out a little bit the rooms are nice sized, uh and like you said the the pools are zero entry that's really nice it makes it feel more natural it kind of blends in with the ambiance and the look Mm -hmm. of things not having kind of like an abrupt pool if you will right um and They do have experiences there that you can pay extra for. They do. Yes. Uh, there, I don't think any of them are actually happening right now just because of like staff shortages and things like that. But I fully expect those to be returning as soon as they, you know, are kind of like recovering with, the staff shortages and, and also uh, bringing back the international students from, for the college program. Cause a lot of the, a lot of the people that work in that resort are actually from Africa. And of course mm-hmm. they all had to go home when things got bad last year. So.
1: Yeah. I, I will add to um, two quick things to it is three, I lied. Um, number one, the biggest thing is some of the experiences they have there that are those extra cost experiences. You do not have to be staying at that hotel for that. You can take advantage of that if you're staying at a different hotel. Uh, but you just have to get your, you know, get there. The second thing is you do not have to have a Savannah view to be able to enjoy this hotel it is amazing to wake up in the morning hearing a giraffe you know chewing on leaves about 100 feet away from you it's really cool but there are a lot of overlooks on the hotel as well so if you are gonna stay you know you do want to stay at this hotel you do want to be immersed into the experience of this hotel you can stay at a non-savannah view room and wake up and go down to one of the overlooks drink your coffee there It's just not going to be a private little balcony like it would if it was a Savannah view. And then the other thing, one of the biggest pieces of advice that I read at this resort that I was very glad that I read about it. When you go bring a tripod because the night shots that you can get putting your camera on a tripod are actually really cool. I have some pretty neat pictures from it, uh, having my phone on or my phone and my camera on a tripod. And this is the only hotel you can use night vision goggles to see the Savannah at night. Also, you can't take them to your room, but they have night vision goggles available to use um, at the hotel.
0: Yeah. To your to your thing about not having a Savannah view. I, I agree that if you cannot get a of you, it's still worth staying here. Yeah. The main thing is really just scheduling time to go and visit the overlooks and the viewing areas and to walk around and to just look at everything, uh, to do the activities. You know, they have constantly activities going on at all, at all times of day. So it's still worth it. Uh, If you can swing a Savannah view, it's incredible and you'll love it. Uh, But it's not necessary to still have a really great time at this resort.
1: Yeah. And they have a wine bar there for all you adults who are going with multiple children under the age of nine.
0: (laughs) 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 These are the important important details uh okay wow i was not expecting you to go there first at all that's i'm, I'm,
1: I'm in an animal kingdom booth like i i'm telling you I, J, james is currently in that uh in that animal phase he you know we've talked about it many times about the magic of disney's animal kingdom he still watches it almost daily and it he's definitely in that phase right now and i i really enjoy this hotel it, it was one of my favorites that we've stayed at and I wish that we've stayed there again since he was older and we just haven't had the chance to yet. So,
0: and that's another thing too, if you're planning your trip and you know that the, that animal kingdom, uh, theme park is going to be, you know, that's going to be like your two, you know, two day reservations. If, you know, if you're thinking, I'm going to, we're going to be hitting Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom like crazy because that's just the age of our, our kids. And that's what they're interested in right now. It's, I mean, it's right next door. So it's such easy, quick little jog, right? You know, trip right over there on the bus. Um, it's super easy to get in and out of. And so. Yeah, if you know Animal Kingdom is going to be high on your visit visiting list, then the lodge is a great, a great resort for that. Mm-hmm.
1: What's next on your list? I, wanna I'm like
0: you. afraid, I feel like you're going to take all of mine now. <laughs> 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 I actually had that written down that you were going to, that that was going to be on your list. So it was really just a matter of which one of us said <laughs> it first. Uh, uh, go first this time. The next one I'm going to go to is the Yacht and Beach Club. (laughs)
1: There's next
0: one. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, Great minds. Yeah,
0: I know, right? (laughs) The Yacht and Beach Club. uh, My big thing with this one is the pool. Yep. If you... And actually, this four out of five of my choices was the pool was a high, a high rating factor. I'm, you know, my family is from Michigan originally. So when I grew up, like the pool at the hotel was pretty much the most important thing to my brother and I. Mm -hmm. And if a hotel didn't have a pool, it was crap. Could have been the four seasons. If it didn't have a pool, it was garbage. <laughs> so the Yacht and Beach Club has basically the pool of my eight-year-old dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's it's called Stormalong Bay. If you've never been, and it's practically a water park. It's three acres. There's water slides. There's a sand bottom. It's a zero-entry pool uh there's like a lazy river it it's it's such a great spot to relax and let your kids you know have some kind of like unstructured playtime and they can run around go down the water slide and do the lazy river and splash around. And of course there's, you know, there's always kids areas for the, you know, the little ones that you have. If you have toddlers, it's especially if you're going in the summer and you know, you're going to be breaking in the middle of the day to get out of the parks to kind of go relax. Such a great option for little kids to just get it out of their system. (laughs) If you will, and then you can, you know, crash for a nap and then head back out to the park. And so the pool was a big one for this. But I also do want to say there's other things there like uh Cape May Cafe at the Beach Club mm-hmm. is a great dining option. If you want to do character meals at all, they have a character breakfast there with... Donald and Goofy and uh, Minnie. I think Mickey is there sometimes as well. Their outfits are very beachy and cute. So it's, you know, it's fun. It matches the the resort. They also have Beaches and Cream, which is a really fun sit down restaurant, you know, burgers, fries, milkshakes, ice cream. They're, you know, perfect menu for little kids. (laughs) Um, They have, again, this resort has other experiences that you can book. Like they have a pirate adventure cruise. Yeah, um, And it looks really cute. And I'm like, man, why am I not a little kid? I want to do this. Yeah. So they have pirate adventure cruise and what's the other one? Uh, Captain Hook's pirate crew. And basically the, the pirate adventure cruise is like, it's that like you kind of like drop your kid off (laughs) with these cast members and they kind of go on a treasure hunt looking for booty and they go to you know, quote unquote, ports of call, which is basically just like the docks at the resorts around Crescent Lake, yep. <laughs> but it's still really cute. Um, and, you know, they're, again, they're paid experiences, but they're right that's, there at the resort. So yeah. it's and a super pretty reasonable
1: easy. It's really reasonable too. It's only like $50 to do that. I mean, figure two hours, $25 an hour to drop your kid off. Okay. I'll go, uh. <laughs> I'll walk over the boardwalk and enjoy a couple hours by myself.
0: Yeah. And the pirate adventure one, they can do kids as young as four. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And that one is $40 to $50. I actually have it pulled up. So it says here, the kids hear the legend of the albatross and search for pirate booty across Crescent Lake and Epcot Parks World Showcase Lagoon. And it departs from the Bayside Marina at the Yacht Club Resort and Disney's Beach Club Resort. So, And that's a a morning thing. That one's 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. The kids get a snack. So that sounds really fun. And then the other one, the Captain Hook's Pirate Crew, is a dinner thing. And that's, again, for kids as young as four. And that one's $55 per kid. And they actually get to meet Captain Hook, which is super fun if your kid is into characters at all. Because Captain Hook isn't necessarily someone you see very often in the parks. So let me see. I have this one pulled up too. Hunting for treasure can work up an appetite. After your adventure sailing Crescent Lake, you'll head back to Pirate Hideaway and be rewarded with a bounty of tasty treats. So they have like a fun little menu. Macaroni and cheese, canon meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it says Captain Hook himself will be checking in to examine your progress and get you started on your first treasure hunt. So That sounds really fun. And again, you don't have to be staying at the Yacht and Beach Club for your kids to do this, but the convenience of staying there and being able to, you know, drop your kid off for them to go on a little adventure for a couple of hours while you have a nightcap or have a nice breakfast with your, you know, spouse or your friends or whatever while they're kind of out doing their own thing, and or, <laughs> you know, have a mimosa. <laughs>
1: um, but- Reservations are uh, recommended for that. to To call ahead of time to make the reservation, so that way you're guaranteed your spot for that. So.
0: Yeah, and it, again. They're not available for booking right now, but I, I anticipate that they will be back in the future because they were pretty popular. So just know to keep an eye out for that if you're going to be booking at the Yacht and Beach Club. Uh, the other thing too is you're really close to Fantasia Gardens
1: you're taking all of the reasons I picked this one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it's an easy walk over to go play some mini golf. If you know, you kind of, again, if you have some overstimulated kids and you need to do something that's a little more relaxing and at your own pace, uh, Fantasia gardens is really fun. Yeah. One of
1: the other things that I liked about this, um, this hotel for kids is they have and not I, only four hotels offer it are the poolside cabana rentals. So again, something to call ahead if you're interested in doing that. Um, I actually do not know the price of how much they are, but they have you can rent a private cabana at the pool. So if you're picking if you're going to do a full pool day at this amazing pool that the Yacht and Beach Club share. You get a cast member that's taking care of you while you're there. Um, There's comfortable furniture instead of the little uncomfortable things by the poolside. Uh, Television with cable. They have a refrigerator that's stocked with complimentary water and pop. Let's see what else. There's a safe that's in the cabana. So it's just... uh, You know, if you're gonna be there the whole day and you kind of want a little bit of break from the sun while you're at the pool, you could rent a cabana there too, which is really nice.
0: All right, what's your next one?
1: Um. Oh man. Fort Wilderness.
0: (laughs) Oh, awesome. You know what? I have to tell you, when I started to make my list, immediately I had four written down, like no question. Yep. And then my last spot, since we were both choosing five, I had two very different resorts, and this was one of them. And I couldn't decide between this one and the other one. So I'll talk about the other one later, but I'm glad you picked this.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Hi. So this was actually where one of the two hotels that I stayed at last February. And this hotel. Um, now I, I, we did a cabin, Fort Wilderness, the, the Fort Wilderness grounds you can bring your own camper. You can tent camp if you really want, or you can stay in a cabana. I'm sorry, in a cabin. I apologize. In a cabin. Um, and we stayed there last year. We stayed in the cabin. And what I will say about this hotel is this is a place to stay if you're going to do more resort days than park days there are people that go to disney and enjoy the hotels more than they enjoy the parks but there is so much to do at this resort and it is you do not again as in every hotel you do not have to be staying at this hotel to take advantage of some of these you know amenities um but there is pony rides there's horseback riding there is horse drawn carriage rides there is archery lessons which i did and that was a blast it was one of the my top things that i have ever done in disney and i've been going there since 1993 and this that was probably one of my favorite experiences that i've done um there are three different pools there's, you know, the pools aren't anything to write home about. They're not like your sand bottom yacht and beach club pool, but they are there's something to do there. They have the activities at the pool like every hotel. Um but just the the oh and at night there is a sing along campfire with Chip and Dale, which was really cool too. So there's just so much to do at this hotel and walk around or ride in a golf cart and go take advantage of everything that's there. There were canoes that you could go on. There's playgrounds. Um, it's actually dog friendly. So her pet friendly. So if you have your dog with you, there's doggy play areas for anyone traveling with their kids and their pets. It was just an all around awesome experience at this hotel. And we got an awesome thought, view.
0: An awesome view of the what? Of the fireworks at Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was just going to say the archery is for kids seven and older.
1: Yes. So you. if
0: you've got like a five year old, they won't be able to do the archery, but you know, your older kids, it, it, seven and older, you can do the archery.
1: Mm-hmm. And one of the other things, too, which, so when we went, we had all we had planned on doing the horseback riding like a sunrise horseback riding session and we actually got a phone call the day before because they were doing renovations to the tri circle d ranch and they had they the things got delayed whatever and they ended up still having a bunch of construction that they were working on so they ended up canceling our horseback riding which i was a little bit disappointed about Um, but it was because they, you know, they were going to be making noise and didn't want to scare the horses, so that's understandable. But that is, um, there is a weight limit on the horseback riding, which I was, you know, you go to a lot of places and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm under X amount of pounds, uh, but there's a scale that they make you stand on, (laughs) so you know there's a lot of details to some of the things that that you might want to do so just kind of keep an eye on some of the activities you're interested in just to make sure that either a you're old enough for archery or you fall into the right right requirements for some of the uh, different things but
0: yeah like they have pony rides for kids and yeah. On the website it says that riders must be at least 2 years of age, under 80 pounds and no taller than 48 inches. So, if you've got, you know, little kids and you're looking for something for them to do, there's literally something to do for every age group at yeah. Fort Wilderness. And they have things during the holidays too, like they have a holiday carriage ride. So there's things like all year round. Plus, didn't you guys also do the Chippendale campfire sing-along?
1: We did do the sing-along, yes. Yes, I have my in-laws and Dan doing the Hokey Pokey with James, which was really fun. <laughs> I, of course, <laughs> couldn't do it. I was too busy taping everybody for blackmail. Um, I. Chippendale do not come around, so you know it's not like a private meet and greet, but they do get all the kids in a, and adults in a circle, and you can dance along and do all kinds of stuff with them. So, and they have a food truck there. You can per, you can obviously bring stuff with you if you have it, um, but you can buy marshmallows and sticks and do roasted marshmallows over the campfire, and it, it honestly was. It was really neat to stay there, and and I'm I'm glad when we stay when we stayed there we only did for three days, and we did not do the parks for those three days, and I was very glad that we didn't because there was just so much to do and experience there, and we didn't even get halfway through the stuff that there is to do. I do recommend renting a golf cart. It is a very large resort. (laughs) You can obviously walk anywhere, but it was it was fun too because. Um, everyone decorates their golf carts. So that was kind of fun. We put Christmas lights all over our golf carts, but
0: yeah. And that's something fun kids can partake in too, you know, and they know that's their golf cart that they help decorate. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, I'm going to go to the one that you knew I was going to go to, and that is Port Orleans Front Quarter. Now, some people will lump this together with Riverside as well, Port Orleans, Riverside. I've always considered them to be pretty separate, even though you can walk pretty easily between them. But I've never stayed at Riverside. Uh, my parents stayed there, but as I'm talking about Port Orleans, French Quarter also consider Riverside as well. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm picking French Quarter because uh, the, for a few reasons that are very different from the reasons that I picked the other resorts. (laughs) The first one is that it's small and it feels Small, but not in a bad way. It's very quaint and quiet. And if you need that for your family, you know, some kids are light sleepers or Mm -hmm. they just get very distracted by noise. If they hear kids outside, they want to go outside and play too. And the way that this resort is set up, I think that. If you know that your child needs to have that quiet space, this is really like such a great option. In addition to that, it's not boring. They have a freaking awesome pool (laughs) with a really fun water slide that's a dragon and you walk up the dragon's back and you slide down his tongue into this pool And it's just really fun. They also have these fun little like jazz alligator sort of like statues throughout the pool area and like just various spots around the resort that are really fun for kids to see. They're, they're, you know, super festive, like New Orleans, Mardi Gras style. Um, so there's like a lot of photo apps there that just makes it fun for kids to see as they're walking between their room and the lobby. It's also super easy to get in and out of because it's a smaller resort. It's usually easier to get on buses right away going to the various parks. And you can actually catch a boat from this resort down to Disney Springs. So you have the, for Disney Springs, you have the boat option and the bus option. Again, Riverside is, is usually lumped in with this. They're kind of sister resorts. Um, so if you have a kid, if you have a kid who is a princess and the frog nut, You might want to consider staying at Riverside because they have the themed rooms over there Um, and, you know, different uh, dining options. So this one is they only, you know, this does not have a food court. So if the food court is the most important thing to you, (laughs) don't stay at this resort. (laughs) Uh, They have. They do have, you know, things that kids will eat for sure. It's just not that big, you know, like at the all-star movies or whatever, like this big crazy food courts or a pop century. This one is, uh, again, because it's a smaller resort, it's a smaller dining area, but they still have great options that kids will definitely love, adults will love. And, you know, there's a lounge there for adults. So... If grandma's staying with you and she's watching the kids, you can slip out and go to the Scat Cat Club and get a drink. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm picking this resort for kids for those families that they want a quieter. They want to stay on a Disney property, but they want a quieter resort. But that still has fun stuff for the kids like the fun pool and cool theming.
1: I like it. It is a good hotel.
0: And it is a moderate hotel. So if you can't swing Animal Kingdom Lodge or Yacht and Beach Club, this one is a little more friendly to lower budgets. Yes. All right. What's next on your list?
1: I know you know this is one that I had coming. Polynesian.
0: I did. I did know. Yeah.
1: Yes. So. I this one is good for anyone of any age. There's there's not going to be as many of those on-site activities like at Yacht and Beach Club where you could do the pirate hunting and things like that. But my reason for picking this is number one, I love the re- the room remodels. They're just I love Moana and I can't wait to see the remodel. But I picked this hotel for anyone that's going with younger kids obviously it's good for any age but the younger kids because you know you're going to be spending the majority of your time at magic kingdom and epcot for that matter but mostly magic kingdom especially if you have strollers this hotel is on my list for the sheer convenience of getting in and out of magic kingdom you're going to have a long day and to have to take your kid out of the stroller and carry him on a bus and then get him back in the stroller to carry him back to your room, it gets tiring after a while. But for this resort, you don't have to do any of that. Keep him in the stroller, you hop on the monorail, or now there's the walking path, but you hop on the monorail and you push the stroller on and you get off at your hotel and you get to your room. So, aside from some of the fun things they have, like hula dance lessons, pool parties at the lava bar at the lava pool the, the convenience of magic kingdom just 100% is my reason for picking this it, it just if you've had to carry 50 pounds of dead weight before you will appreciate not having to at the end of a long day
0: because i knew you were going to pick this one i i did not uh, I, I picked a different location, but um, I agree with you about the proximity and ease of getting to the magic kingdom. Because again, like you said, with a kid nine or, or younger, a lot of the attractions that they're going to be tall enough to ride, you know, you're, you're going to be spending a lot of time at magic kingdom. And, you know, again, it's, Especially for, this is one of those things where people from different parts of the country are going to be more excited about certain resorts than others. So me and you were, you know, growing up in the Midwest, basically. I know Buffalo is not technically the Midwest, but you're (laughs) close enough to Canada, which is close enough to Michigan that I'm saying it's the Midwest. So we're all about palm trees. Like, okay. I'm not on vacation if there's not a palm tree. <laughs> 100%.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: uh, or a mountain or something, right? Because we live where it's flat. So, but somebody from like South Carolina or, you know, a different part of Florida or like where I live in Texas might not be as excited about the Polynesian as they would be about like a wilderness lodge. You know, and just like yeah. people from the Pacific Northwest are kind of like, eh, with the wilderness lodge, <laughs> right. you know, so, uh, but I, you know, if you want that tropical vibe, this is, this is the, this is that resort. If your oh. kids are into the palm trees and the beaches and, the, you know, like you said, the Moana theming that's that they're adding into the rooms now, which is really cute, uh, it's such a great choice. Also, I I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Ohana character breakfast, which <sighs> is one of my absolute favoriteest character breakfasts on property.
1: Yep, and if you time it right on your way to parks in the morning, if you're not going to the character breakfast, but you absolutely have to. But if you're not, they a lot of times like Pluto. We'll be outside, Pluto and Stitch sometimes too, we'll be outside of the restaurant and you get a, you know, meet and greets that with no lines and you're in the air conditioning. So you don't have to wait in line in, in the heat. But yeah, it's, I love, I, I, there's just something about it. I'm, you, I think you're right though, with the whole um, growing up in Buffalo and, and the cold and the snow and that and I mentioned the snow. That it's just something about that hotel. I don't know. I I think there's a lot of reasons behind it. It's one of the hotels that does sleep five people for anyone with larger families. Um, You can get a five-person room. I just really like it. It, It's always my, I don't know, a little bit nostalgic, I guess, too. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> there's a lot to explore there too. Yeah. You know, there's you know more dining options, places to get treats if you're hanging out. There's oh. also at night you can check out the uh, electrical water pageant. Yeah, from, from the beach, which is really fun. Yep. Yeah. they have a bar there,
1: a nightclub, um, and the two most important things i mean you know the convenience of the stroller and the monorail is all well and good since you're going with kids but you can get dole whip right at your hotel and they have adult versions and also the best coffee on property the best 100 percent kona coffee french press best coffee ever right there
0: Something for everybody.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. What's I, your list.
0: I'm actually going to stay in the loop. So when I was talking earlier about I picked the first four on my list very easily. And then my last slot, I could not decide between Fort Wilderness Cabins and Campground or this one, the Contemporary Resort. I had a feeling you were going to say that one. It's obviously very different from Fort Wilderness. (laughs) (laughs) But this resort for kids, I think, is so perfect for a number of reasons. Now, and and just adding to it, they just re-themed a large section of the rooms in the A-frame tower to the Incredibles. And while I definitely see some cons in the design, overall I think they're pretty cute and if you have a a kid that is an Incredibles fan, there's no reason not to get a room here. <laughs> uh on top of that, show me a kid who sees A monorail going through a building and they don't want to stay at that building. (laughs) Just the fact of walking out of your room and seeing the monorail go through your resort. I think there's no kid on earth that wouldn't think that is awesome. So Mm -hmm. I think just that alone add to that. Again, one of the best character breakfasts on property. I don't know how many times I've had it, but I'll never stop. Is Chef Mickey's. It's so fun. And just to be right there, just to be able to have it right there when you get up in the morning. It's such a, it's such a great amenity that, you know, I, I always look at food things now. I guess I'm in that age group. Where I'm like, what what's the food situation at this place? And the Contemporary has a lot of different food options. But I love that there is such a great character breakfast available. Also, there's a lot of just like Fort Wilderness campground. There's a lot of things to do. You can rent boats. Now, obviously, you can't send your nine-year-old out to rent a boat, (laughs) but you can rent a boat to take your family out on, you know, there's, they have life vests and all of these things. And there's just like a lot of things to do. There's multiple pools. There's great views. If you are, depending on where you're at within the resort, you could have views of the theme park and seven seas lagoon, or you could have views of Bay Lake. All of the views are great. And again, at night you can get viewing for the electrical water pageant. So there's just a lot of things to do there. Lots of room to explore. Very easy access to Magic Kingdom. You can you can actually walk to Magic Kingdom from the Contemporary Resort or mm. if you don't if you're like done and you are not walking, you can hop the monorail, of course. Uh, there's also boats, boat transportation. So there's lots of transportation options. Yeah, I I think this is a great resort for kids. I think kids mm-hmm. will get a bigger kick out of this resort maybe than any other age group, just for the fact that the monorail goes through it.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, the other thing I like too about it is that especially if your kids aren't going to make it for the fireworks and you still want to see the fireworks, then you can do a theme park view. And it has probably one of the best views of the theme park of a hotel. So you get an awesome view of magic kingdom from your room. Um, I, I think that's probably one of my favorite things about that hotel is, is that view that you get of magic kingdom.
0: Yeah. It's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I've never had the opportunity to stay there, but I feel like I've spent so much time there. The only thing I haven't done is sleep in one of their beds.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That is, that is one of the hotels on my list that I have never stayed at. Okay. Is this your last one? It is. So. Yeah. I
0: have one more as well.
1: It's kind of a, so I have two for my last one, but they're kind of almost the same, kind of, so I'm kind of pairing them together. I hope it's okay. I'm breaking the rule a little, but they're very similar so and they're actually on the same on the same property. It's pop century and art of animation,
0: and um, you can't do that. Art of Animation was my last one. <laughs> okay, I'll pick Top Century then. <laughs> no, no. We'll dive, we'll dive into this. we'll, we'll dive into yeah. them.
1: So they are. They are very. They, they are right on the same property. Um, you just walk over a bridge and you're at the other one. So they are there. They do have their differences, but I like this whole now. Anyone who listens in knows my. I don't like values.
0: It's just me. I'm not a value she person. Katie is a resort snab, and she's super bougie. <laughs>
1: I'm very really bougie when it comes to my Disney Resort, okay? But um, I do like, especially for younger people, how colorful this younger people this is me, well, younger kids, how colorful <laughs> this is, and... Um, it it keeps a lot of color and keeps them interested and the huge characters that are outside of the resorts or out, you know, outside of the different sections and the pools are more themed. You have a bowling pin shaped pool and it's, I like them for the color for younger kids. And then well, I'll let you talk more about art of animation, but you know, art of animation, you have more of that theming, So I guess I'll just stick with Pop Century. It does get loud. It does have its cons to staying there where there are going to be a lot of kids. So you have more traffic in the pools and running around the food court and things like that. But when it comes to the color and keeping a a young kid's attention, these resorts are are good for that.
0: Yeah, like Pop Century has, you know, again, a food, you know the big, huge food court. So if you have that kid who will only eat macaroni and cheese and chicken fingers, you know, he'll only eat a Mickey waffle for breakfast. (laughs) This is, this is a a great option. Um, Yeah. So art of animation was my last one. So the art of animation, again, pop century is each sort of area of the resort is themed to a decade like the 1960s 70s 80s 90s um the art of animation is actually themed to finding nemo little mermaid cars and the lion king so there's kind of like four sections and each one is themed to one of those films so it's super immersive theming so if you have you know, I, I'm like I already just know that I have to go there and stay in a little mermaid room. <laughs> but you know, if you have a big cars fan or find Nemo and this this might be the one for you. Um the big blue pool is the largest pool at Walt Disney World and it's a zero entry pool. So, again, if if the pool is important to you and you just want water for days for your kids to blow off steam, this has the biggest pool. Of course, they have playground, arcade, those kinds of things, which are pretty much at every resort. But the immersive theming on this one is so different from any. This is really the only resort that is ultra themed to Disney films Mm -hmm. and it it's legit like go on Instagram and you know check the hashtag AOA or you know Disney art of animation and just look at the photos because like the cars section the walking paths have like the little lines down the middle like a road and there's actual like life-size I guess statues, whatever, characters of, of Mater and McQueen, like all the little characters so you can go get your picture with them and you know, the cozy cone like motel like they have these little cozy cone cabanas by the pool and It just is, it looks awesome. And I've heard nothing but good things about their food court, which Mm -hmm. is a little more, a little more adultish as far as options that are available, but there's still like so much there that kids will actually eat. Uh, but if you want more than like the burger, fries, hot dogs, spaghetti, they have a lot more flavors and and different kinds of meals available there but I, I think if you have a kid that's into one of these movies this is the one you have to stay at
1: <laughs> yeah oh 100 now and i will say too and i didn't think about this until recently because i had a client who is staying at art of animation um and their kids were into all the movies that were picked But they ended up going with a uh, Finding Nemo, the Finding Nemo room, because of the color. So it sounds silly, and it's not something I would think about because I look at it as it's a Lion King suite or it's a car suite. But when you're in the car suite, everything in there is very red. The walls are bright red. Lion King is, you know, a duller green. Finding Nemo is blue, so it's kind of tranquil. So it sounds. It sounds silly, I know, but some people are not up to having bright red balls. but i i I have had the opportunity to visit one of the um what did I see the Lion King suite. I actually was able to tour, and they are very it's got a a one bedroom, you know, the one bedroom private room. So it sleeps up to up to six people. The, they're very colorful. Everything is very colorful and very easy to keep a younger kid entertained than it would at, say, Yacht and Beach Club. Where really the only thing that one has, not the only thing it has going, but like the pools. You know, you have more to keep your kid occupied at, a, at these resorts. But the two of them are very
0: similar. Yeah, the- these The art of animation is, especially for littler kids, I think, Mm going to feel like you're in the movie. Yes. Like, almost think of it as, like, a themed land inside of one of the parks. So, in the Lion King section, you're walking along and there's this huge log with Timon and Pumbaa and Simba on it. Yeah. And when you're in the like finding Nemo section, the outside of the buildings, they're not just, they're not just a color. They're actually painted to look like you're underwater. Mm-hmm. This is, this is the outside of the building. So when you look around and you see the sculpture of, uh, you know, Mr. Ray, Behind him is the building, but the building is painted to look like water. So you're yeah. just it it's it's incredible and I want more. Please give me more, Disney. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it is a skyliner. Both of these are Skyliner resorts. So you have your busing option to Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. And then you can walk over to that central part. And they both share the skyliner to get to Epcot and Hollywood studios.
0: Yes. And that is going to be another big draw for a lot of people.
1: Yeah. The other thing too, that's nice um, about it, you know, some people are, so all the pools are obviously very secure. You know, if, if there are gates around all the pools, so you can't just fall in or anything like that. But some people do like the idea of walking into a building to walk into your room. And that's one of the differences. You know, obviously there's many differences, but Pop Century, you just walk, you're on the sidewalk and then you're in your room. Whereas the suites at Art of Animation, you actually walk into a building and then your room, is the door to your room is inside that building depending on what section you're in. So it's not an outdoor entry into your room.
0: Yeah, I know that is important to some people. I'm realizing this more lately as I was just talking to a friend who who was letting me know that she was not a fan of outdoor entry. <laughs> and I, yeah, like, I guess it never really occurred to me that much. I To me, I don't care one way or the other. Um, yeah, but, I
1: don't, mother in law doesn't like them
0: either. So that's something to keep in mind. But okay, so those are my picks. Wow, I got four out of your five correct. The only one, the only one I was surprised that you picked was in place of pop century and art of animation, I thought you were going to pick Coronado Springs.
1: <laughs> I do love Coronado. It is one of my new favorites. I I love that as my moderate. It is more it, when we do the over nine year old, that's my, it would be my pick for a little bit older kits. Okay. It definitely has its perks, but I don't, aside from the pool, I don't really see a lot of activity around the park for keeping a under nine-year-old occupied. Good to Again, know. Personal opinion, you know, it's somebody else might, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong. I, when it comes down to it, there's nothing wrong with any of these hotels that Disney has. To know, and that's
0: what I was. That's why I wanted to put that disclaimer in the beginning. Yeah. I, it's, we're, we're looking at this from, you know, a variety of, of different angles and these aren't necessarily the best hotels or right. they're, they're just the ones that we picked, but it really is going to depend on your kid. So if your kid doesn't care about pools, there might be another resort that has something that they do care about. You know, so it just depends on your family and your kids and the goal of your vacation. But, you know, we kind of wanted to just put out some of the ones that we think are really great and the reasons why we think they're really great.
1: Yeah. Like I asked my dad, I was talking to my, my mom and dad earlier and I said, you know, I told him about recording tonight. And um, he said, what's a hotel that you would pick? And my dad said Boardwalk. Because there's so much to do on the boardwalk. And I agree with that. But then after, it was after you said something earlier about your kids getting distracted, there's a lot to do there. But it could be an easy distraction hearing all that noise and the people outside. And, you know, I didn't, there is a lot to do there. But you're right. There's other things to take into account.
0: Yeah, I I know. Like my nephew is very busy uh, and he likes having other kids around that he can play with. So I'm not sure that I would pick to stay at Port Orleans French Quarter with him during the time of year that we normally go. Right. You know, it was the summer when, you know, the resort's going to be pretty busy. So when you go over to the pool, there's going to be kids there. Sure. But we normally go in like January, February, March timeframe when it's a bit less busy and less likely to have kids in the pool because it's a little cooler in Florida (laughs) and not everyone is from the great white North (laughs) and wants to go swimming when it's 60 degrees out. So I'm not sure I would pick that resort for him, but I would absolutely pick art of animation for him because again, it's like very kid friendly and there's a lot to see and do. And Mm -hmm. there's almost certainly always going to be kids there running around, even if they're not swimming. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: again, uh, just another factor to take into account, like what time of year are you going Um, okay. Yes, we will do other shows for tweens and then like the older teens because I do think that some of these will change. And like I said, these are not necessarily the best hotels. They're just the ones that we picked for various reasons. Uh, and if you guys have any questions or want more recommendations, you can always Email mainandmagic at gmail.com where you can shoot Katie an email and Katie can give you no obligation quotes. So if you're looking at a variety of options and you're just not quite sure, she can help you pick the best ones and get you pricing. Absolutely. You can uh, also reach
1: out to me on my email. Uh, at kfisher, F-I-S-H-E-R, at com.
0: So for the rest of you guys who have traveled with nine, you know, kids nine and under maybe in the last year or two, couple of years, I want to know what are your top picks for the best hotels to stay at with kids? Because I'm Very curious what our listeners have to say. Where's the crossover? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So uh, definitely pop into the Facebook group and let us know. And I think we're pulling up to our stop. But like I said, jump over to the group and let us know what your favorites are. Meanwhile, I'm so surprised that you just, right out of the gate, picked Animal Kingdom (laughs) (laughs) Lodge. I really like that hotel, I really do. I thought I was pulling one over on you, that was going to be my first choice. (laughs) (laughs) So, after you said it, that's why I was like, okay, I have to go right to Yadda Beach Club. Hey guys. I just wanted to add a quick note to this episode since we didn't get to this in our discussion. Many of Disney's hotels have activities for kids that are not listed on Disney's own website, things like arts and crafts projects, drawing lessons, scavenger hunts, and more. These things can change from time to time, so my advice is to ask at the front desk or concierge when you check in to see what's available to do during your stay. Have fun and TTFN. That's a wrap on this episode. Thanks so much for riding the red line with us. Thanks to my guest Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel. If you're heading to the Disney parks or looking at booking a Disney cruise or Adventures by Disney experience, Katie can help you get the best prices and discounts along with custom planning and itineraries all at no cost to you. You can find her online at picturesandpostcardstravel.com, on Facebook and Instagram at picturesandpostcardstravel, or email her directly at kfisher at n-y-a-a-a.com. Now that you've had a listen, we invite you to join our Main and Magic Friends community on Facebook to share your thoughts about the episode. You're welcome to pop in to share an idea, story, or photo and connect with other Disney fans. You can also ask questions, get and give advice, post updates from the parks, and just have fun. Head to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash and Magic to join. If you've got a comment or a question, you can also email me at mainandmagic@gmail.com, at gmail.com, and you can find us on Instagram at mainandmagic. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to share it out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and pop over to iTunes and leave us a review. Thanks so much for listening, and of course, in the Disney tradition around here, we don't like to say goodbye, so we say, see you real soon!